When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are tuned in to the Grit and Barrett Podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to covering the 11-time, no, 12-time Calder Cup champions, the Hershey Bears. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk. Now here's your host, Richard Blosser. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Bear It podcast. It is a Monday, checks notes, November 20th for all of you, and it is Thanksgiving week for everyone. How the heck is everyone doing here? That's right. It's, for most of you, a three-day work week. Three-day work week. That's right. On Wednesday, all of you just phone it in. And cash it in at this time of year. Unless you're hockey, you're a hockey player. This time of year is where, well, you kind of get to learn the first rule. Well, not the first. The one of many rules when it comes to hockey. (laughs) You don't get holidays. Sorry. Regular Thanksgiving, Canadian Thanksgiving, keep playing. All right. Here in the U.S., you actually do get a day off. Day off for it. But only one. But only one, there's no NHL on Thursday, there's no American Hockey League on Thursday, but on Friday, bright and early in the morning, 1 o'clock starts there in Boston, 4 o'clock starts in Washington, with all of the holiday decorum. So, as much as I joke and rant and rave about the holidays, and don't worry everyone, you'll find no war on Christmas here, I assure you, none of it, because this is a hockey podcast. My name is Richard Blosser, host of the Grit and Bear It podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to the 12-time Calder Cup champions, the Hershey Bears, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you to everyone who has downloaded all this. It's been a very rough couple of weeks for me. I've been on the unemployment sauce again, but thankfully, back to the working ways as we head into the holiday week. But speaking of working, the Bears... We're right back at it this week. A three and four swing as it was a Wednesday, Friday, Saturday week last week for the boys in chocolate and white. Two home game, one home game, two roadies. And if it's Wednesday, to put this in AEW terms, it's Wednesday. And you know what that means. Up 81, up north to take on. The Wilkesbury Scranton Baby Penguins are fourth visit to Mohegan Sun Arena. That's four, and we're not, and we're just hitting Thanksgiving week. Four roadies in Wilkesbury. Like I told everyone a couple weeks ago, I hope all of you like bacon cheeseburgers and cheddar cheese fries because that's all you're getting with Penguins and Phantoms over the next couple weeks. The good news is. Get past Thanksgiving, and the schedule will open up. 
a lot more. But we took on Wilkes-Barre there on a Wednesday night up in the arena in the shadow of a mountain, and I kind of forgot on the uh, Grit and Barrett Twitter page, which I do all the game updates on. Go please check it out on game day. Um, I kind of said last Sunday after the Hockey Fights cancer loss that we'll face Bridgeport again on Friday, completely forgetting we're playing Wilkes-Barre on Wednesday. Whoops! But no matter, no matter. It's a Wednesday, and I just, I just want to get a win up there. I just want to get a win. The first game, pfft, fine. It happens. It absolutely happens. Second game, well, it was fine. It was decent, but you still lost up there. Last time up there, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about. The last time we played up in Wilkes-Barre. We don't. I don't want to remember it. I don't care what you think. I don't want to remember it. My point is, I just want to get a win against these guys. We're doing well against the Phantoms. We're doing well against them. And I just... I want us to beat Wilkes-Barre up there just once. We play these guys 12 times. And I know we're not going to go 12-0 and against them though we flirted with it one year. We're not going to go 12-0 against them. I just want one win up there. Just give me six wins on the season against Wilkes-Barre and Lehigh. Just go 500 against them. That's the bar that I have. And so on Wednesday, we're back at it up there. And um, I uh, we found out that Wilkes-Barre is going through uh, quite a bit of injuries and call-ups thanks to the big club. Lots of wheeling guys playing. Alex Nylander is not in the lineup. <clears throat> Jonathan Gruden thrown right back in. Um, is a goalie injured? Uh, no, we're still getting Joel Blomquist in net. Lovely. Though, Hunter back in net as well. The Bears are going through some call-ups with the Washington Capitals as well. Nobody cries for you. Nobody cares. Let's get this game underway. And as me and the wife are getting home, we're kind of cooking... Dinner around 7, we bring the HL app up. It's a little slow to load on the old Roku device. Okay, okay, fine. We finally get it. We load it up. And what do you mean Hershey scored? What? Joe Snively, 90 seconds in, gets a weird board bounce and smacks it past Joel. Wait, wait, wait. I was told during the offseason that they replaced those lively Wilkes-Barre boards so we wouldn't have to worry about them again. If you're an old school fan of the Detroit Red Wings from Joe Lewis Arena, you know what I'm talking about. Those those lively boards. Very much so up in Wilkes-Barre. And it's... I thought we were done with this. But it's one nothing. Joe Snively getting the first tally on the board for his fourth of the season. Logan Day with the long shot. And might as well give an assist to the board. Logan Day gets his third. Jake Massey gets his third. And it's one Nothing Hershey, and you take the arena out of it, and just because I got to do it, yeah! Finally, we got the first one on that. Thank God I was. wasn't was up there to hear that, but I'm probably going to hear that. Hopefully, if me and the wife do get up there. And the Bears are playing rather decent in this one. In this one, at least here in the first period. They want to get that jump. I think in like the... 11 out of like the 14 games we've played so far, we've gotten the first goal and we have a very good record when we do because everything's a stat, a stat these days. 
and puck gets dumped into the zone midway through the first. Chase Presky get along the boards, backhands along the boards, and goes right to Jonathan Gruden. Chase, what are you doing? Cross ice feed to Poonstein. Oh, crap. He scores. Chase. Chase. Come here. Come here. You know what you're not supposed to do in the defensive zone? That. Now, to be fair, it was a little bit of a backhand, so um, it was a sort of a weird clear up, but you had time, you had room, you don't give it to him, and then especially give it to Valtteri Pustinen. Valtteri Pustinen gets his second, wait, his second? Boy, scoring really is down in Wilkesbury. Jonathan Gruden gets his second, and we are tied. Crud. <sighs> Right. All right. It's not going to be easy up there. We're not going to shut out Wilkes-Barre up there. That's just not in the cards up there. But we get later on in the later on in the in the first period. Just a few minutes, a few minutes later, Joe Snively gets it to Alex Lamos. Lamos crossing feed over to Jimmy all along the slide. He shoots. He scores. Jimmy Huntington. The guys getting there. The third. The middle six guys. Jimmy! Jimmy! Hey, Jimmy! Gets it in! Nice going. Boy, is he turning into a good good signing. Jimmy Huntington is fifth. Logan... Uh, Jim, Jimmy Huntington is fourth. Alex Lamos is ninth. Joe Snively, his ninth. And it's 2-1 Hershey at the end of the second. Yeah! End of the first. Yeah! Yeah, I'm going to keep doing this because Wilkes-Barre does it after every single freaking goal. And the Bears are, are 2-1 at the end of first. Although Wilkes-Barre's out-shooting them. Is out-shooting them 12-9 at the end of the first. I'm okay with where we are. It's a good bounce back from the guys. And all we got to do is just keep going with this as well. We look away from the first. We go back to start the second. Out comes Wilkes, Wilkes-Barre. Back out. Back out. Get a little bit of play going there in the sick second. Long shot from the point. Bounces off the boards. In in front. He loses it. Wilkes-Barre scores. Okay. All right. All right. Each had a board bounce goal. Hunter had no idea where that was. Absolutely none. He was behind him going, eh, I heard a noise. Where it? Crud. <laughs> Crud. Jansen Harkins, his third. Rem Pitlick, his fifth. Jack St. Ivany, his third of the season. And it's... And it's tied at two. Again, all right, this isn't going to be easy. This isn't going to be easy. This will be fine. This will be absolutely... Absolutely fine. Wilkes-Barre is able to kill off a power play from the Bears, which power play still isn't doing anything up in Wil- up in Wilkes-Barre. Isn't doing anything at all. <laughs> you know, you know, when you have a power play that's in the teens, not good. It's not good. You typically want it in the low to mid twenties, not in the teens. It's not good. But Wilkes-Barre does get a power get a power play as Logan Day goes off for interference a le- a legit call Xavier Wallet at the at the sideboards looking looking gotta keep a body on on him down low down low to Pustin in front Harkins again and he scores point blank right out in front 
of Hunter Shepard. You know, that's how power play hockey's supposed to work. <sighs> Jansen Harkins, his fourth. He has three goals against, three points against the Bears on the season. Valtteri Pustin in his first assist. Xavier Allette with the assist. And it's 3-2 Wilkes-Barre. Oh, gosh, here we go. This is how we're going to lose this game. We play fine for 20 minutes, and we just... They're in the second, and oh, the coach did not like the type of play on sun, Sunday. And then, oh, our prayers are answered. There's number 15. What's all you loan for a big rebound? He scores! Jimmy! Jimmy Huntington answers 90 seconds later. Cleans up a puck in front and ties the game. Jimmy Huntington, his fifth. Logan Day, his fourth. Jake Messi, his fourth. And we're tied at three. Okay. Okay, somewhere Patrick Weller is taking notes going, this isn't good. This isn't how we used to play against Wilkes-Barre back in the day, but fine. 90, second, 90 seconds later, Bears are getting the cycle game going. The fourth line's going to work here. The Matt, Str Matt Strom line, the... Can we call them... Okay. We need a tough, gritty line name. What's a chocolate that's tough and gritty that nobody likes? Call them the Crackle Line? The Mr. Goodbar Line because they're full of nuts? Nah, that doesn't work. The Crackle Line? Does that work? Is that a thing? Does people eat quack crackles anymore? It's probably because I see a lot of their miniatures up on Press Row. I don't know. Leave a suggestion in the comments what kind of bar we could name the, for the, the fourth line. Fourth line. But anyway, Matt Strom is able to dig the puck out of the corner. Throws a shot in. In comes Vinny Iorio. Holds. Shoots. And almost looks Joe Bloomquist in the eye going, Hi. In the net and the Bears score. Take the lead. They get two goals in two minutes. Vinny Iorio is first of the season. Matt Strom, his first. 4-3. What's defense? What is defense? Patrick Weller needs a hug right now. As he's looking at his defensive scheme going, oh my. But all right. All right. Now let's just settle this game down, guys. Let's just settle it down. Let's let we've had offensive shootouts in Wilkes-Barre before. I've seen it, but let's let's just not keep this going a little bit. But Wilkes-Barre, they're sing back as well. They want to get the the tying goal. Mark Johnstone Stone at the point, throws it to some guy, crossing feed, and Wilkes-Barre scores! On a crossing feed that somehow gets by Hunter. Jagger Joshua. Who the hell is Jagger Joshua? The heck is he? Uh, second, second year pro for Wilkes-Barre? Uh, let's see, he's like 21, had had, nope, played only seven games last year. Uh, okay. Four points on the season. Fine. Jagger Joshua gets his first professional goal. Because of course he does! This is what we do. Corey Adonofsky and Mark Johnstone. <laughs> Remember him? Mark Johnston 
They tie the game at four. Defense optional. And that was one, two, three, four, five goals in the second to make it 4-4 at the end of two. Oh boy, Todd Nelson needs an an acid at this point. And we go into the third, and I'm nervous. Everyone's nervous. And now the game slows down. Now both teams decide they want to play defense. Defense. Wilkes-Barre goes off for a tripping call on Mark Johnstone. And this power play can't do squat. You want to know how many goals we've power play goals we've had in the past three days? Nothing. Nada. Zip. Zilch. Nothing from the First National Bank of Squadu. Nothing. And again, well, well, we're 11 and 3. Why are you complaining about the power play? Yeah, we're 11 and 3. That's masking. That's masking stuff. It really is. But eventually, that thing's got to kind of do something. I hate to use an old term, but we are way too talented to have a low power play as we do. But we get through, get late into the third. Two minutes to go. Wilkes-Barre's pressing. Oh, my God. I'm having flashbacks to a few weeks ago. This is not happening again. It's not. Thankfully, it didn't. And we go till overtime. All right. We nicked a point. We got a point. I'm fine. I am fine with this. Now, let's never mind that the NHL is actually considering rules of altering the three-on-three to... Try and speed it up a little bit more. I'm not joking. They're trying to... The NHL has pitched ideas of a shot clock in overtime and three-on-three and limiting skating back and resetting during three-on-three overtimes. Gary Bettman, call your office. Just make it 10 minutes of three-on-three. And if nobody scores, just make it a tie. Let's just make it a tie. All right. End of rant. We go to overtime. And out there, there is a Scarbosa, Scarbosa, Vinny, and Vec. All right. Sort of not effing around. Mike Scarbosa wins the faceoff and tries to press it, tries to press it forward. Actually, I was wrong. Riley Sutter was out there, but he did what he was supposed to do. Be the backup in case something goes wrong. He's a defensive forward out there in case things go wrong. So that way you have basically a second defenseman out there. But, but as soon, as soon as Mike won it and got in the offensive zone, Riley off, Vec on. And the Bears do get some pressure in, in overtime. In overtime, they try to crossing feed over to Ethan. Frank can't get a shot. Oh, free collects in the corner, but losing it. St. Saint, Saint Ivany tries to push the, the puck back, back up. He pushes up. Harkins comes on. Coppinen com- com- comes on. He's able to get the puck over. He goes off. He goes off. And Xavier Allett comes on. The Bears are able to able to wrestle the puck away. A shot. Shot doesn't even get it. Get to Hunter. Bears get some changes going. Vinny Iorio moves the Vinny Iorio moves the puck up to Ethan Frank, who uses that speed. It's a two-on-two. Two. He's on the boards. Over, over to Alex Lamos in the high slot. He shoots. He scores. He scores. Yes, Alex. Alex scores. The Bears win. We are Penn State, and we are winning at Wilkes-Barre.
That's it. We're done. Bears win it. 5 4 the final. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take that, Wilkesbury. Nobody cares you're playing LA Knight. Yeah, you're not popular anyway. Alex Lamose. Him and his beautiful hair. AJ who? Alex gets the winner. His third of the season. Ethan Frank, his fourth assist. Vinny Iorio, his first assist of the season. Multiple point night for Vinny. And that will do it. Up in Wilkes-Barre. Bears get their first win up there and win it. 5-4 the final. Your three stars are Alex Lamose for Hershey. Jansen Harkins gets the second for Wilkes-Barre because he scored two goals. And Jimmy Huntington gets first star up there with two goals. Great bounce back win for the guys after the loss on on Sunday. And I wasn't too bitter about the loss on Sunday because, due theory, you're overdue for a clunker. And it tends to happen. In this game, while this was an offensive-based shootout, um, it was a tough back-and-forth game. It was a Wilkes-Barre team that was very much depleted and didn't have a lot of their normal guys. And thank goodness we didn't play them over the weekend because Alex Nadelkovic got sent down there. John Ludwig, both were down there on... Unconditional loans. So who are they playing this weekend? Oh, Providence. Good. Providence can deal with them. But, in all seriousness, great job getting back on. Good job in nicking that extra point in overtime. And not just completely collapsing and falling behind. The mid-middle six guys stepped up. Jimmy Huntington getting to... Getting two points. Joe Snibley getting on the board. You know, Logan Day getting some assists as well. Just really good to see. That offensive depth is just so great. Something we kind of didn't have for a little bit last year. So, it is. So, sorry if I'm kind of just rambling. It was all the way back on Wednesday. And just a good win to get. Sometimes it's all you need to say. But the boys were back at it on a Friday night. That's right. Friday night hockey returns to Hershey as the Bears had happy hour there at uh, at Hershey. From five till puck drop, limited cans are only $5. <laughs> and they gave you a mug holder or a mug koozie or a cup holder or whatever you call it these days. I did not have to worry about that back up again on press row and I know I know you're probably tired of me hearing it I've spent the past couple weeks up on press row but with everything going on in my life it was good to be up there but I also had a bit of a quiet realization when I was up there that um because I've been trying to push forward my sports media career a little bit that maybe maybe losing this warehousing job was maybe that sign to pursue sports media a little bit more. But as much as I've been trying, reaching out for advice and getting to people and hopefully trying to make more and more connections inside the Bears organization, I just had this silent realization of how far out I am. Because I got to ride down with with Zach and Jesse 
and um, heard that they were driving. They were driving to Bridgeport right after the game on Friday. Like, why? Talk to Jesse about this. Why are you guys leaving right away? Leave Saturday morning. Well, that's not the case. Maybe that was done a decade ago, but that's not how things done now. Get the bus ride done now. Get it done out of the way. So that way the guys can just sleep the majority of the day on Saturday. Optional morning skate. Skate. Watch some watch some tape while you're up there. Okay. That's just how things are done. But as I got down there for a nice media pregame meal and I just sat there, some supposedly chicken pot pie and some really big biscuits they had. And I just sat there at one table and Zach and Jesse and a few other production people sat up a couple of tables ahead of me. They're having conversations about, you know, they got to go up to Bridgeport tonight. What sort of media stuff they're doing tonight. Some cues and other stuff they're talking and other stuff they've seen on, on media. And while I'm sitting there, a couple tables away eating by myself, it was a quiet realization that this is where I really stand. That that is their own little world. That's their world of 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 her co up there. And I am not a part of it. It was like Joker and Batman in the interrogation scene in the in the Dark Knight. When Batman goes, You're garbage who kills for money. And Joker just goes, Don't talk like one of them. You're not no matter how much you want to be. And that was just kind of one of those realizations that 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 I'm not one of them. I'm friends with them. I have access because of them. But I'm not a part of what they do or their world as much as I want to be. And it's the silent realizations are the ones that hurt the most sometimes. And don't take this as Zach and Jesse or anybody else did anything wrong. They didn't. They didn't. That's their usual thing. That's just what they do. But as much as I really want to be a part of it and hope that I can be a part of that or maybe this access made me a part of that, it doesn't. No matter how much I want it to. Now, this doesn't mean I'm not giving up. I'm giving up. I'm not. But it's that silent realization of where you really stand. And again, I will say this again for a third time. Nobody in that room did anything wrong or said anything mean to me. They didn't. This was just my own realization of where I am. And sometimes in life, you need that. And it was after that. Went back up to Media Row. Sorry, hit the microphone there. Back up to Media Row. Get my stuff set up, and there's a lot of scouts up here tonight, including, hey, Keith the Coin, scout for the Avalanche. All right, he's up here. And, uh, hey, Corey, friend of the show's up here. Tim Frey from Genius Sports. I got people up here. Had a really good conversation with Jesse, too, about just how some things work in the league now. And out come the Bridgeport Islanders. By the way, I got to see them, you know, in their usual pregame gear, and they have lovely blue blue hoodies that they wear oh my god they are wonderful i could take my contacts out and still see them but out they come it's skarik versus hunter here on here on a friday night and a late arriving crowd on a friday 
I mean, it is a blue-collar night after all. Decent enough crowd out there. The Bears did get some news that 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 Actel Hardy got sent down as players are getting healthier and healthier in D.C. Some are going to get sent back down. Corey talked to me that he was surprised that Dylan stayed up and Hardy got sent down in his place. Well, my theory is is that they did they didn't use Hardy that much. I think they like Dylan more because he has that grit and toughness and NHL experience. And oh look, he fought a Vegas Golden Knight. Put it on social media. He's so tough. We love him. He's so tough. What about Tom Wilson? Tom who? Dylan Micklerath, who we love now. Look, there's a puppy. And I'm rambling. Sorry. But they like stuff like that. So I think Dylan was probably going to stay up there for a little bit longer. And once they definitely knew that some other guys were healthy, he was probably the next to go. But Hardy wasn't going to be in the lineup lineup tonight. Henrik Rybinski with the dreaded, dreaded, uh, it's either lower or upper body injury. Anyway, injury, he's out. Some guys are in and away we go on a Friday night. And the Bears, they come out flying in this. They absolutely do. As they're getting shots in on Skarik, who is still young, but a goalie we are facing quite a bit here in the in the early season. And myself and Temp there, he looks at me and goes, Hey, you see the boom mic? And I go, <laughs> Yeah, I gotta do this. I'm watching Mike Scarbosa. Three turnovers in the first period. Again, I'm not trying to pick on Mike Scarbosa, but when you watch shifts with him, it's there. Well, he's a playmaker. Not all of his passes are going to connect. True. But why on power plays is he down low trying to thread the needle to Mike Vecchione when there's clearly two sticks in the lane? Why? Why does he try blind cross-ice feeds out of cross-ice breakout passes in the defensive zone that very well have led to turnovers? Um... He's usually one who does a lot of dump outs of the defensive zone. Again, I know. Lots of assists. Great locker room guy. Playmaker. Passes a lot. Turnovers are to be expected. I understand that. But when you watch for these things, it's like watching a 70s snuff film. When you see the boom mic, you can't unsee it and you start looking for it more. All right. So that's where that came from. But late in the first... Late in the first period, the first line is going to work. There's Mike Scarbosa, Ethan Frank to Mike Vecchione. shoots, he scores! Ethan Frank with a drop pass, and Vecchione just whistles it right past Skarik. Low glove side, Vecchione gets his sixth of the season. Ethan Frank is fifth. Mike Scarbosa, his 11th, and it's 1-0 Hershey. All right, nice job. Nice job, boys. Is that was really late in the first. You want to get a goal late, take some momentum. All right. Type out the goal thing thing. Oh, Dennis is doing um doing uh the PA thing tonight. Not not Jared. Dennis, love you, brother. Drink some lemon tea. It was kind of rough hearing you, but do his battle a cold. I understand that. We get late in the second. All right, time's grinding down now here. Yeah, wait, what? Ryan Hoffer scored! Ryan Hoffer scored. Wait, how'd this happen? 
Hey, hey, Gord, can you get me a... Gord, can you get me a replay? Uh, I need a couple minutes. All right, all right, man. All right. How the heck did that happen? Watch the board. Oh, it was a strip, steal, and shoot. It was a triple S. Strip, shot, scored. Okay. I'm Skarik. I want that one back. How the heck did that go in? And Ryan Hoffer gets his first professional goal. Riley Sutter, who helped created the turnover on the forecheck, gets an assist as well. And it's 2-0 Hershey after one. So I listened to the replay afterwards. Afterwards, and, you know, um, it, it even caught the, the play-by-play guys off guard. Because even Zach and Mitch Lammer was on the call. Mitchie was doing some rambling. Well, you know, you got to play the puck tough. I like how the forecheck goes. Whoa! And I'm like, ah! Mitch! Mitch! Don't yell into the microphone! D- Mitch, don't! X-nay on the Elfay. Alright? Don't. This ain't the first time this guy does this. And I'm sure I... If I was doing play-by-play, I'd probably be guilty of it as well. But if I was given a note to say... To say, hey... Can you try not yelling on the call? I do my best to try and stop doing that. Now, perhaps when he was talking, he saw it and got overwhelmed, but it was like I'm listening to this through that little speaker on the phone, and I'm like, ah, okay. Anyway, 2 nothing Hershey at the end of one, and all is well with the world. Into the second, into the second we go. And Bridgeport, they start pressing. They're going to start getting that pesky Islanders mantra going as they play puck in front. Tanner Fritz throws in front. Grant Hooden gets a second. Where's the defense to get this guy? Carson Kuhleman throws a shot, and Hunter gets it, and it's up in the air. It bounces off his back and into the net. Okay. Wow. Talk about a Bridgeport bounce. Carson Kuhlman gets his first. Grant Hutton gets his fourth. Tanner Fritz gets his third. 2-1 Hershey. We'll be fine. Is okay, guys. We got this. We'll be fine. Later on in the period, Nicky Lieberman's able to throw up a long ice feed. Wobbling puck. Mirachenko's got it. Miro's in. Comes in. Deeks backhand. Scores! Tucks it underneath Skarek. And the Bears answer. Miro crush. Miro Crush Islanders! Ivan Miroshenko is fourth. Nikki Lieberman is first point of the season. 3 1 Hershey. My goodness, what a great, great job of Nikki Lieberman having his head up and Miro <laughs> going a little cherry picking there, buddy. I mean, yeah, you were able to fight your way around the defense, but, um, uh, let me. Tell you something, uh, let me show you the odds here, Sparky. Um, the Bears usually don't cherry pick that much. All right? We're not Lehigh back in the day who would always have Nick Anke Kubel up at the blue line or Cole Bardreau up at the blue line waiting for a long pass or Corbin Knight. Yeah, that's kind of not really our thing. So um, it's great you scored, and, congr- and congrats on that. But um, yeah, that's kind of not how we do things around round here. Anyway, who cares? Scored 3-1. Three, three, later on later on in the second, the Bears are able to keep a puck in the zone. Riley Sutter up at the point as Vinny wants to play down low. Okay, fine. Finds Mike Scarbosa. 
comes off the board. Delayed call coming up. He was hooked. He was hooked trying to come off the boards. Brings it out. Crossing feed over to Trent. Tereniev just puts it into the net. Wide freaking open. All he had to do was connect. And he scores. Bogdan Treniev on a delayed call. So it's not a power play goal. Sorry. That's still a thing. His third. Mike Scarbosa, his 12th assist of the season. Riley Sutter, his second. Riley and... Thanks to Corey and the other guys for pointing this out. This was Riley Sutter's first multi-point game of his career. Wow. Okay. 4-1 Hershey after two. Bears are leading on shots 25-17. Choking the life out of the Islanders. And I love it. I have there my own little stash of miniatures candy. And it's, it's things are a little tense and things are a little you know, or a little gotta go, gotta go feeling up there because, again, they probably gotta be on the bus by, like, 10.30 to get to Bridgeport by, like, 3 a.m. So, yeah, I get it. Even though Jesse's like, hey, who do you guys want to talk to tonight? you have anyone? How about Hoffer? Is Hoffer fine? Uh, yeah, it's good, Jesse. All right, man, I'll get you hooked up. All right, okay, bye. Thanks, Jesse. He's, he's, he's a bit wound up tonight. He's a bit wound up. He'll be fine. We head into the third we go, and all we got to do is put this little ba- put this little baby to bed. Me and Corey are having fun fun up there as well. As much fun as we are allowed to have as members of, of the me- media. And the Bears press up, trying to get Mike Vecchione. throws one to Scarbosa. Scarbosa over to Frank, tries to tuck it in, and no! The net's off! The light's on! But the net's come off! No goal! Light's on, but let's go look at it. All right, this isn't going to hold. The net came off. He slid over. Clearly, it was the, the the puck was not in the net before the the was not cross the line before the net came off. Clearly, didn't happen. And as we as I look up to a TV on my left, which shows the same thing on the big board as well, I look up and I go, oh. Did he possibly tuck it as they were sliding over and then kicked the the netting off? Eh, there's something there, but I don't know if it's inconclusive or not. And we're watching, we're waiting, because the initial call on the ice was no goal. And this is going on. This is really going on. This is not favoring Bridgeport. Remember, the longer the review takes, the longer it will... It will Probably not going your favor. Ref come comes out and points. He scores. It did go in. Ethan Frank scored his sixth. Mike Scarbosa's thirteenth assist of the season. Three assists game for Scarbosa. What about all that stuff you said about him? Shh, quiet, you idiot. Mike Vecchione's fourth assist of the season. Five one Bears. Fifteen minutes to go. We got this. It's an easy night. Hey, Jesse, start packing your equipment up. You'll be out of here by 9.30. It's an easy night, guys. So all we got to do is just put this little baby to bed. Let's get these media timeouts done. And, uh, hey, we'll be at Fenichi having uh, late night cocktails by 11 o'clock. By 11.30. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Bridgeport gets some pressure with seven... 
with about 13 minutes to go in in the period. Shot, big rebound, and Islander score. Jeff Kubiak with Cole Bardreau getting a shot in on it to create a rebound. And it's 5-2 Hershey. All right, all right, coverage time goal. We're fine. I look at Corey. He goes, eh, they just got a goal. It's fine. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. We'll be fine. But Bridgeport, they get the legs legs going. They decide to channel that aura of those pesky Islanders. Just, just not going away as Dennis Choslowski fires a shot deflected and he score and they score. Ruslan Izakov makes it 5-3 with assist by Dennis Choslowski. Cat Washington Capital great Dennis Choslowski, former Seattle Kraken, and Samuel Aslan. 5-3. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're not going to blow this. It's a four-goal lead. Boy, that review goal is looking really, really good. I hope this is all part of the plan, Dutch. It's all part of the plan, Patrick. Couple minutes. Couple minutes later, Samuel Aslan comes off the board, out to the plane. Oshkov, who fakes a shot out of a couple defenders. Over to... Oh, Kovalev and the Islanders score! With seven and a half minutes to go. We haven't even gotten our 13-minute TV timeout yet. The Bears are scrambling. Three goals in four minutes. Otto Kovalev. Otto Ko... Kyle... K-O-I-V-U-L-A. His first. Ruslan Islakov, his seventh. Samuel Aslan, 5-4 Hershey. And I look, I look at Corey and I say, well, like they say in Red Dead Redemption, is this train going to Tahiti? Is this all part of the plan, Dutch? Is this part of the plan, coach? Patrick Weller, start updating your resume. I'm even posting to the fan club page tonight and all the the rabbles getting anxious. Guys, stop this. Stop it. We do not. You guys have a bus ride after this. No overtime. No shootouts. Pack your shit and go. Tonight's not the night. But we get we get our media timeouts. We get we get all this going. And tick, tick, tick. The clock strikes down. The Bears do are able to press back a little bit after they finally get that media timeout to get some legs underneath them. But Bridgeport right back into the zone, throwing more shots back in on Hershey. But they're kind of holding strong. Four minutes to go. The Bears bring the puck into their own zone. I look at Corey and I go, that's our first offensive zone entry in eight minutes. He goes, yeah, yeah, it is. And Bridgeport's just shooting. They shot, and 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 they shot. 18-2 in the third. 18-2. This is hockey prevent defense. Two minutes to go. Off comes Skarik. Islanders still pressing. Puck bounces wide open in the slot. Slapped away by Sutter. Collected by Cole Bardreau. Bardreau over to Aslan. He shoots. Fought off by Hunter. 30 seconds left. Bears dump it back out. Dump in and out for about 10 seconds. Puck gets dumped. 
Dumped in. Defense brings out with five seconds. Throws it down the ice. That should be it. Three, two, one, and whistle. The clock hit triple zeros. No, no, no. The whistle went. 0.8 seconds gets put back on the clock. That's time to get one last shot off. And it is full overload. Four, four players each for Bridgeport and for Hershey in the slot. One person to take the face off. Scarbosa versus Cole Bardreau. And the ref's just standing there. And standing there. Holding the puck. Standing there. And standing there. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Watching. Fake face off. Scarbosa skates around. Skates back around. The circus drum roll starts playing. That's You know when they're getting annoyed. Holds the puck. Holds the puck. What are you waiting for? We have a bus ride. Waiting. Waiting. False face off again. Now, I know up in press row, I'm supposed to act professional. I'm supposed to not really get involved in the game. But they're making it really hard for me not to be. Drops the puck. Drops the puck finally. Islander shot fought off by Hunter and that's it. Finally. Bears win it. 5-4 the final. And oh my gosh, I have to go down and do the post-game stuff. Oh God. I do not want to. Oh God, coach. Oh boy. So, all right. I do all the stuff, grab it, down we go. Corey's like, hey, which way we go? Follow me, bro. I got it. I got gotcha. you. Follow down, and of course, there's a family in front of us because they get to go down from the sweet level to the regular level with Kid constantly going, time to get Starburst, Daddy. Yeah, I heard. Time to get Starburst, Daddy. I ain't. Time to get Star... Kid, shut up. But I have to be nice. We go down into the bowels of Giant Center. And I already see the crew hard at work. Hard at work. Equipment getting put getting pushed out. Bags of Bridgeport Islanders equipment bags just on one of those dollies being pushed off. And hey, is that a Bridgeport Sound Tiger equipment bag? Nice. Let them do their job though. Just keep walking and walking and walking. Don't hear a lot of clapping out of the Bears locker room. I wonder why. We go in there and coach, of course. Not a fan of the third period and acknowledges changes will be made. Will be made for tomorrow night. And of course, yours truly was in there. A little intimidating, just a little bit, but tried to make the most of what was said. Got some good audio from Ryan Hoffer, which you will hear a little bit later here on the show. But to kind of lighten the mood, I said at the end, I said at the end, so, Coach, what does it feel like not to play someone who wears black and gold or orange and black? And it was just one of those questions to kind of lighten the mood. To just, and I tried asking them, you're getting a lot of offense, but it almost seems to be coming at the cost of your defense as you've scored 10 goals in the past two games, but you've given up a lot too. And he does realize that. That, and he knows that he. He's not felt like in the past two games the Bears have given a 60-minute effort. And he's kind of not wrong. He isn't. So, after all that, it was time to go. The boys got on... The boys 
Zach and Jesse all got on the bus. Safe travels out to Bridgeport, guys. Good luck. And for me, it was time to head home on a surprisingly rainy Friday night. Because we had to get one last blast of warm weather. As the gray days of autumn transition into holiday weather. But the Bears had one more game to get to on a Saturday night. And we'll get to that right after this. Hey, Bears fans. We have a lot of hockey coming up this holiday weekend. Especially with Black Friday day hockey coming on as well. And Saturday hockey as well. Make sure you check out the sponsor of this podcast. DraftKings Sport Sportsbook. As they will have a lot of great action for you as we head into the holiday weekend. It's not just a lot of hockey this weekend. Tons of college football rivalry games get going this weekend. Inching closer ever to college football championships. And still Lord football reigns supreme over us. And you can get in on all the action with code THPN. Download the app now and use code THPN as customers can get 150 bucks. Instantly in bonus bets, betting $5 on hockey. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 186 hours after insurance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 days after insurance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms, responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Also, Bears fans, Black Friday is coming up upon us. And if you haven't gotten your holiday shopping done, well, why not? What are you waiting for? What? Are you officially waiting for Black Friday at this point? Well, you've waited this long. So you might as well get in on some pre-Black Friday Black Friday deals, not pre-pre-Black Friday deals or pre-pre-pre-Black Friday deals, but Raycon can help you out with your ho- with your holiday shopping. At Shop Raycon Products Now, you can save up to 50% because their Black Friday sale is going on right now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products in the past. I'm a fan of their wireless wireless headphones that charge really well and fit comfortably on my head when I'm out doing doing walks after my workout, getting cardio in. These wireless headphones work out great. Raycon first made their name for themselves in audio space with their everyday earbuds, which are great, especially if you don't want to walk around with big headphones on or you see kids with their AirPods and you want one of them for yourself. They are incredibly Incredibly easy to use. They fit in your ear just fine. They have a 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit. This past year, they've expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Power Tech as well. They have a Magic 180 cord that can charge 
charge iOS, micro USB, and Type C devices eight times faster than regular power power cords. Raycon is known for developing high quality and thoughtful features at half the price than premium than premium tech brands. To get everyone in the holiday spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up at 50% off. So don't worry about your holiday shopping. Don't save till Cyber Monday. Get it done. Get it now at buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's betraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you so much to DraftKings and Raycon for sponsoring this podcast. So back to action that we go. The Bears were back at it on a Saturday night as we went up to, what's that smell? Urban Decay? Shipyard? Bitterness and Regret? Bridgeport, Connecticut. Ew, on a Saturday night. Typically, don't we do this the other way around? Don't we? Usually, we go up there on a Friday and they come to us on a Saturday. But hey, we have a country concert on a Saturday night in November. Why? Who knows? But the boys are up in western Connecticut on a Saturday night as we get Hardy back in the lineup, swapping some bodies in and out. And a um, bit of an interesting move was made by a Coach on, a, on Saturday night as Ivan Miroshenko was a healthy scratch for the game. Now... Is Coach trying to send a message to these youngins and ooh, show the, those kids? And no, no. We just want to see a little bit more consistency out of his game. And it worked with Hendricks LaPierre, so we're going to sit him for a game, watch things for a while, and maybe you'll see things a little bit differently. And it's not that Miro's been bad. He hasn't. This is a learning experience. That's all that it is. He hasn't done anything wrong. But let's just sit him out for a game. And let's just uh, see what happens. But we got the news that Dylan Mickelrath was being sent back to the Bears. Not in time for the game, but back but back down with the boys as well. He will join us this week. So, alright. Time to get back at it. Bridgeport on a Saturday night. Healthy schmattering there at Total Mortgage Arena. Still see some Sound Tigers jerseys out there. Good to see. Still Sound Tigers to us. Damn it. And, um, okay, some of their retro reverse thirds. A white version of the Fisherman Islanders jerseys. Okay. I'd, I'd like to see more of that in Bridgeport, please. I mean, if they were if they were to uh, go with a uh, the Fisherman jersey in Bridgeport... That kind of Islanders branding, that's fine. Not this stick B crap that they go with. But into the first we go. And the Bears, we've gotten a win up there before. Last time they played these guys, I was coming home from Denver, Colorado. And in in the first, the Bears are really getting their low high game going. Ethan, to the point. Logan Day, wrister, deflected, scores! 
Mike Vecchione getting a deflection. The roaring man himself makes it one nothing Hershey there in the first. And the crowd goes mild. All nine of them. Mike Vecchione gets his seventh goal of the season. Logan Day is fifth assist. Ethan Frank his sixth. And it's one nothing Hershey. All right. You'll love to see it. You, you really do. And the boys played a great first. Getting sticks in the lane of the Islanders, playing the pesky Hershey at this point, and showing that they truly are better than Bridgeport. A lot of teams are, but they are truly better than what this team is. Team is. Sure, Bridgeport came back on them back in October. Tried to come back on them again last night. But sticks and lanes, bodies and lanes, winning puck battles against the boards. This is what coach wants. And we get out of the period one nothing. Shots 8-6 in Bridgeport's favor. But hey, we're in the lead where it counts. And we go into the second. Once again, getting the high-low game going. Iorio at the point. Shot on the way. Deflected. And that's in. That's in. Gets it past. No, that's not Skarik. Who's in that? Ken Appleby. Ken Appleby. How you doing? It's been a... It's it's been a while since since we've seen you, Ken. Former Albany Devil, Ken Appleby. Let me just uh, check something here for a second. Talk amongst yourselves. The Bears have history with Ken Appleby. Was a uh, yep former Bingham, Binghamton Devil during the seventeen eighteen season. Former Albany Devil in the sixteen seventeen season. Former Manitoba Moose and former Bridgeport Sound Tiger during the 2021 season, which we will never ever speak of again because it didn't happen. But yeah, Ken Appleby. Yep. So yeah, we have a history against him. We kind of know him. He's been the on off starter against uh, this season with uh, Skarik, typically coming in in uh, back to backs. He's 2-2 two two on the season. Good for him. But 2-0 Hershey. Ethan Frank gets his 7th. Vinny Iorio gets his 7th. Mike Scarbosa is 14th assist of the season. And who'd the Bears send out? Clay Stevenson. Clay Stevenson. The Hershey Dragon. No, that doesn't sound right. The Earth Dragon. Get out there. Stand tall, son. And it's 2-0 Hershey. As we had... As we head into the third, and the Bears know how to get to Ken Appleby while they're trying to do some crossing feeds. They know it's the high-low game. Stop me if you heard this one before. Colin Sawyer at the point. Long shot deflected, and they score! Riley Sutter gets a deflection and in. Riley Sutter is first of the first of the season? I think he had two assists the other night. Didn't have a goal, but Riley Sutter is first of the season. Colin Sawyer, his third. Matt Strom, his second. That fourth line, that crackle line getting work done. I gotta find something something with them. And it's 3-0 Hershey. After two. Bridgeport had two power plays. Actually, it bears had two power plays that period. And just um, not really working for them. But they're still winning. 
as we head into the third. Yeah, I'll admit, I'm playing WWE Champions on my phone, waiting for a text from my wife to come get her. I'm not really paying attention too much in the third because we got this. We're still getting sticks in lanes. Islanders can't get anything going. They dump a puck in, puck gets dumped out. Neutral zone, completely taken away. No clean entries outside of dump-ins for the, for the Islanders. This is the 5-9-1 team that we expect. A team that Lou Lamorello is stripping down to its bolts. There is no joy in Bridgeport. Well, there never was to begin with. But there is nothing. Midway, th- midway through the third, Chase Presky is able to feed up a Garrett Rowe. It's a two-on-two. Garrett Rowe chips it off the boards to Pietrick Dubay alone, and he scores! Pietrick Dubay just whistles one past Ken Appleby, who just looks at his defense like, really, bro? Really? What am I supposed to do? Pietrick Dubay, his six. Garrett Rowe, his second. Chase Presky, his six. And the Bears have this on lockdown. I don't even have to be dramatic about it. You all know what's going to happen. Three, two, one, sweep. Bears win it. Four nothing the final. Clay Stevenson, his third shutout of the season. I'm not saying, but yeah. Where's so does. Clay Stevenson still need to be sent down to South Carolina? Or is he good to stay? Oh no, we love him. We love our goaltenders in Hershey. We never said anything bad about him. A month ago, you guys want him sent back to South Carolina because he had a bad day. No, no, it wasn't us. We, no, we, we always love our goaltenders here. We always love those South Carolina goaltenders that come up and play great. Just like we've loved Hunter Shepard. We never said a bad word about Clay Stevenson. We love him. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Anyway, Bears win it. Your three stars go to Mike Vecchione, Ethan Frank, and Clay Stevenson. Clay going 25-4-25, and good on him. And just a complete dominating performance against the Islanders. And that is what coaches wanted to see. Getting a lot of goals is great. Giving up a lot is not so great. And playing their style. Pressing guys up against the boards. Taking away the slot. Getting sticks in lanes. And the Bears. What a way to get back after getting a clunker against Lehigh on Sunday. Taking all three games of this. Of the weekend. So. At the time of this recording. Which is on a Sunday afternoon. Um, okay, so we won't have to worry about, about Hartford, who technically had two points up on Hershey on Friday because they played less games than us, but yeah, that's not really going to be a thing. So as of Sunday afternoon, let's take a look at the Atlantic Division as the Bears are, are leading the Atlantic Division with 24 points at 12 and 12 and four with 24 points leading the division. Hartford sits in second at 9-4-2 with 20 points on the season. Wilkes-Barre sitting in third at 8-5-2. Hmm. 
Must have been the two games they took out in Providence. Charlotte, just coming off a two-week road swing out there in California. Went 3-1 and one in the weekend out there in California as they had a two-game set against San Jose and San Diego. Are 9-4-0 and zero at 18 points. At 18 points, but Wilkes-Barre has played less, more wins. Anyway, Wilkes-Barre is still ahead of them because reasons. The Springfield Thunderbirds at 8-7-1-0 at 17 points sit in 5th. The Lehigh Valley Phantoms sit at 7-6-2 at 16 points. That's the playoff cutoff point because we love having bloated, complicated playoff systems. The Providence Bruins sit at 6-6-1 at the time of this recording, but they will have an afternoon set against Bridgeport, so that could change. They sit at 15 points. And the Bridgeport Islanders sit in dead last at 4-9-1 at 9 points on the season. Uh, Bears are at the top of the league right now with 24 points with the Calgary Wranglers one point behind and Abbotsford Canucks behind by three points. Please, everyone, don't take too much stock into this. I'm saying the league right now just in case people want to know, but let's not play too much into that, okay? So quickly over in the north, the Syracuse Crunch lead the north with 18 points. And the Toronto Marlies are are in second with 18 points. The Rochester Americans in third also with 18 points. The Cleveland Monsters in fourth with 17 points. Utica Comets in fifth with 13 points. Belleville Senators also in third with 13 points. And Le Rocket de Laval in dead last with 11 points. So, um, thank you to Ryan for giving us some of his time. And that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week as we head into a holiday week. I know I haven't done a lot of Friday face-offs, but life has gotten in the way. There will be no Friday face-off this week. And a big three-game homestand for the Bears this week as we have the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins on a Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve, turkey shoot, huzzah, can't wait for that game on a Wednesday. And then this weekend, the Iowa Wild come to town. First time ever the Iowa Wild have come in to to Hershey. Can't wait to see them. Those beautiful orange jerseys. It'll be a great time had by all. So get out there and enjoy it. Saturday and Sunday, they'll be here. Sunday, team autograph night. Bring your stuff, bring your swag, and sign whatever for whatever. And then after that, the Bears are going to be hitting the road for a week or two as they will head to Charlotte. We'll also head up to Syracuse as well. And the Bears are going to have a little bit of a road swing during the first week or two of December. But as we get closer to the holiday season, it is going to be very busy for the Bears in the upcoming month as there will be a lot of games games as well. A lot of home games as we come down the stretch toward the holiday season. So everyone, enjoy your Thanksgiving weekend. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Get out there, stuff your face, wear stretchy pants, and don't hurt yourself during holiday shopping. Or better yet, just don't. Just don't. Don't braid the masses. Do it all from home where it's all safe. Where it's all safe. Enjoy whatever holiday traditions you have. Get out there and decorate for the holidays. 
because the holidays are upon us. It's that time of year. Friends and family all full of good cheer. And I'll see all of you at Giant Center. Go Bears. I'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears!